A bear! He's charging you! You you choose to jump off a cliff. Do you go to the water below? How do you jump? Okay, well, I'm jumping with everything I got, all my might. I want to clear the rocks and hit the water. Well, that is exactly what God wants you to do. <laughs> what? Okay, coming up on the Bible Story Podcast, Braden is going to have to explain himself. My name is John, and my co-host, Braden, has got some explaining to do. That, I don't know what to explain. I just what, asked if there's a bear the, coming at you. What's the deal with that's what God wants us to do? <laughs> okay. So you yeah. answered, you jump as far off of the cliff as you can. Right. Right. You're hoping to, to clear the cliff and hit the water below. In well, hopes there's of a bear coming after me and I don't want to hit the cliff. I mean, I would have turned around and made friends with the bear. Wow. That's, <laughs> would you have though? No. I mean, uh, okay. The idea is that you have to fully commit yourself to that jump. Because if you don't jump far enough, you're hitting rocks. And that's going to hurt. And it's no less scary, but you're putting all of your trust, all of your might, all of your hope in that jump. And that's exactly how it is with God. That's exactly what he wants from us. He wants us to commit ourselves fully. Not partially, not 50%, but fully. Huh. Except, Mm -hmm. like, with God, they're they're like, there is no bear chasing us ready I'm to not eat making, us. I'm not even making any promises for what God has and has not for us. Okay, the point is God wants all of us. That's a good point. I like that. Uh, it's great to join you listeners, friends, uh, on your travels, wherever you might be. Maybe it's you're in your home. Uh, it's a real honor for us to be part of your lives yep. each week. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening, uh, you know, in the shower, good morning. If you're <laughs> listening in the car, good morning. Yes. If you're listening on the toilet don't share that with us <laughs> this, i don't right, even know are, what to say after that Braden. we are continuing our oh stories found in first samuel uh last week we told the story about the ark of the covenant being taken from israel and then you know by the philistines and it bounced around to a lot of different places the results of taking the ark God killed a lot of the Philistines. You know, after seven months, the Philistines returned to the Ark, but things didn't really get better for Israel once the Ark was returned. Okay, somebody's on their toilet still blushing right now. Still blushing. I don't don't know what we're going to do with that. When I listen to podcasts at home, I go everywhere with the podcast. That's just how it works. (laughs) So you're (laughs) speaking from experience. Okay, (laughs) so the Ark was was returned. And um, one could maybe argue that things were slowly getting worse for the people of Israel. Yeah, they got the ark back, but it was getting worse. Yeah, like things weren't just magically all better. No. Uh, they were still at odds with the Philistines, and it was typically Israel on the losing side of things. Yeah, so this is where then Samuel kind of, his part becomes bigger, Yeah, if you will. Uh, he was a prophet, but he also served as a priest to Israel, especially now that we've learned in all of, Samuel, that every other priest seems to have died. Mm. Yes. <laughs> um, so in today's, you know, in today's story, we'll, we're going to see that he takes on another role with Israel. Yeah. So prophet, priest, and something to be announced. Sounds like a pretty busy guy. Definitely. Yeah. So there is a significant gap in time between our last story of the ark returning to uh, Israel. Right. It's like 20 years in between the ark returning and the today's story. So Samuel had been serving the Lord faithfully, and as a prophet, he has been sharing the message that God would give him for the people. So as we tell this story, 
we want you to think of this simple desire that God wants all of us, Mm. every single part of us. So the people of Israel at this point have finally had enough. And I think Samuel's messages were kind of starting to get to them, like get through to them. You know, Mm. they they were, uh, they were dense. It it took 20 years, but they were finally picking it up. And so listen to Samuel 7.3, right? Samuel's been saying something like, hey, God wants all of you. Listen up. And so Samuel says um, to the people of Israel, if you want to return to the Lord with all your hearts, get rid of your foreign gods and your images of Astaroth. Turn your hearts to the Lord and obey him alone. Then he will rescue you from the Philistines. So that is exactly what the Israelites did. I'm Finally. Sure, I'm sure it was like not just that clear cut and dry, but no. like they probably had to really wrestle with that. Totally. And 20 years. Like maybe they, maybe this was not the first time Samuel said this to them. I'm sure it wasn't. Yeah. I'm so sure it wasn't. They, they finally got rid of all of the idols and the other gods and dedicated themselves wholly to the true God. So then Samuel had everyone in Israel come to Mizpah where he would pray for them. There they had this beautiful and this, this huge ceremony. They, they fasted all day, meaning they went without food. That doesn't sound like a huge, beautiful ceremony to me. Well, they were, they were urgent. They were, they were really <laughs> feeling like they needed to get God's attention. So. I, I hear that. But if you invite me to a ceremony, John, I want food. Well, you may or may not get food depending on what kind of ceremony it is. <laughs> Bear food. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So they had this big ceremony. They fasted all day. And then they confessed their sins publicly there, mm. which like that's, that's the thing that stands out even more yeah. bizarre to me than the, the fasting. The fasting. So it, it was a great day where Israel was, they were unified by committing themselves to God. It, it mm. was, and in that way, it was a beautiful thing. I, I was going to, I'm going to correct you there. Okay. okay. <laughs> I, I think I do. I agree that it was a great day. So maybe I'm, maybe I'm just uh, clarifying, mm-hmm. but it was a hard day. Yeah. You know, they're, they're publicly, hard. they're, they're, you know, confessing their sins, which like, that's not easy. They're sharing that amongst, mm-hmm. amongst all of them. Mm-hmm. But it was the idea that all of them were communally connected in the same way yeah. and, and, and communally all wholly then connected to God. Yeah. And beautiful doesn't necessarily, isn't necessarily absent from hard. Right. But um, beautiful in the sense that they were unified together to God. Yeah. That, that's ah, amazing. It's awesome. Okay. Yeah. So continuing on, the Philistines heard that all of Israel had gaz- gathered in Mizpah. So they, they rallied their armies and went to Mizpah to attack Israel, basically thinking that they were in a vulnerable scenario. Yeah. And, and the people of Israel were terrified, probably because they were vulnerable. Yep. About the Philistines, you know, the Philistines were coming to attack. So listen to them. They, they say, don't stop pleading with the Lord our God to save us from the Philistines, they begged Samuel. That's First Samuel 7, 8. So Samuel pleaded with God to save Israel and surprise, surprise, God answered Samuel's prayers. All right. First Samuel 7 verses 10 through 11 says, just as Samuel was sacrificing the burnt offering, the Philistines arrived to attack Israel. But the Lord, check this out. But the Lord spoke 
with a mighty voice of thunder from heaven that day, and the Philistines were thrown into such confusion that the Israelites defeated them. The men of Israel chased them from Mizpah to a place below Beth Car, slaughtering them all along the way. That's I don't know what kind of voice God has, but when it comes as thunder from the sky, that's terrifying. Yeah, it'd be scary. Yeah. You'd be you'd be listening mm-hmm. and shaking. That's why the Philistines were in a panic and yeah. chaos. So okay, so the Philistines do not attack Israel for well, a long time. And some of the villages that were you know, captured by the Philistines earlier were now taken back by the Israelites and along with this large area of land. So for a while, there was peace between Israel and the Amorites and things were looking up. Things were, things were looking up for Israel. Yes. So they had, they had not only peace with the Philistines, but also the Amorites. Like things were great. Yeah. And it was at Mizpah during this time that Samuel became the judge or leader of Israel. Mm. And he continued to serve as Israel's judge until he died. So priest, Mm -hmm. prophet, prophet, and judge. judge. Got it. So it says this in the Bible, each year he traveled around, setting up his court first at Bethel and then at Gilgal and then at Mizpah. He judged the people of Israel at each of these places. Then he would return to his home at Ramah, and and he would hear cases there too. And Samuel built an altar to the Lord at Ramah. Now that's 1 Samuel 7, 16-17. So in all of that, our lesson here today is that God wants all of us. He wants all of you. He wants all of John. He wants all of me. He wants all of everybody. That's right. That's not the correct English way to say it, but we get the point. Yes. All of everybody. <laughs> you know, I think, I think it is important to note that, that God, he really doesn't choose sides hmm. here. He waits and invites people, in this case Israel, to choose him. And I think that's a very important distinction. Yeah. And he doesn't want you to pick him plus another thing like, I, like Israel had been doing. Like, yeah, we believe in God and we also have our idols. It's, right. It's, he wants all of us. He wants you just to pick him solely. Yeah. So I, I do wonder, like, what if, what if the Philistines and the Israelites had both dedicated themselves or both chosen God at the same time? Wow. That, like, that's, that's a pretty good, curious thought. And it's really hard to know what, but I think, like, obviously, it would be safe to say that a lot of good and blessings right. would, would have come about. Right. So, okay. I, I mean, I guess that's an obvious answer. <laughs> I think so. It's, I mean, it's the easy answer re- and we can't know much more. You have to go with your imagination, I suppose, right? right? So, God wants all of us. Okay, John. Yeah. Here, here we are. I have a bold question for you. Uh, okay. Okay. So, last week we noted that it's a continual process, you know, of learning and, and to give new things to God. We, in our growth tip, practiced some new things and got to share that with God. So, my question for you is this. What is an area of life that God wants you to give him? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're going straight to the heart of things. Yep. I, I don't... Uh, no small talk. No small talk. Okay. You know, so seriously, I guess, you know, we do ask, particularly in our discussion episodes, to our, our listeners to 
be vulnerable mm-hmm. and share some hard things. So it's uh, only fair, I guess, for us to do the same. I'm kind of stalling here, aren't I? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As usual. All right. <clears throat> to answer the question, <laughs> um, I understand more fully that I can fully... Did I just use fully twice in a sentence? Yeah, keep going. Stop stalling. All right. That I can fully trust God despite the tough times in life, mm. right? Like just because what's happening right now is hard, his plan is good. Even though I don't feel good or like what is happening. Um, and there's some hard things in my life right now. So God is working for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Mm. So I'm allowing my doubt that God's plan is good. I'm allowing that doubt to die. And, I'm tr- and I trust that he is good and that he has a good plan for me. I like that. Mm. I appreciate the answer. It reminds me of the day that the Israelites were celebrating. Right. Or, or they were fasting and there was a ceremony and it was, it was beautiful, but it was hard. Yeah. And there was a lot of stuff attached to that day. They needed to let maybe their doubts die. Yeah, but it was still good. Yeah. Okay. So uh, follow-up question. Just to put it, this into real life. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. What is- so this, like it, that wasn't a hard enough question. You got to like, you got to follow up with an even no, harder one. No, that was one? like the, the, uh, that was the brain oh, answer. Man. So what does that, what does that look like every day? Like for you, the, the, the head to hands, how do you take it from your head and what do you do with that every day? What is, how does that change your life? How does that right. depict the way you live? I, okay. Um, I, I guess I have. Not I guess. I do. Mm. I do have a lot of peace in the midst of, of the storm of life right now, in mm. the midst of some of the things that are just really, really hard. And I can, and I, and I do praise God for, for these hard things because I know that they're part of his good and perfect plan. I don't understand why they're there or how it all works out. But I know that he's going to work all things out for the good. So I can praise God for those things. Hmm. And I can praise God for the delightful things too, because, well, well, it's fun and, and it's easy, right? Like it's, it's easy, easy to, to praise him for those things. Yeah. Yeah. All that said, um, practically, I guess, is where you're going with things. Yeah. I guess my disposition or, or, or my, how I'm feeling day to day is, you know, is changing from, I guess, despair Hmm. Like, oh, this is hard to um, having joy-filled hope. And it doesn't necessarily mean like things aren't still hard, but my disposition has changed and, and that's, that's been a really, really good thing. Hmm. I like that. I, uh, I appreciate your honesty as I'm sure our, our listeners do as well. You're, you're um, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will say it from a, from a, you know, we're friends outside of this podcast. Yes, we are. You're a good friend. <laughs> and uh, it's been encouraging to, to see what could bring about so much doubt, hmm. instead bring about so much growth and encouragement for you and the people around you. So um, living out that, that faith actively. So I appreciate it. I see God working in your life and uh, I admire the openness that you have. 
with that. Thanks, Brayden. Those are kind words. You're <laughs> welcome. <laughs> well, I got to say next week, yep. I am coming prepared and I'm going to ask you a tricky question. Nope. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a choice. I'm going to ask you a tricky question. Okay, fine. I'll be ready. All right. Growth tip time. Growth tip time. A way for us to grow in a relationship with Jesus Christ is how we describe the growth. It's <laughs> the so definition. All right. We want you to enter into a time of worship with God. Yes. Worship is responding to who God is, what he has done or will do in a way that's going to make him happy. Right. Think creatively about it. You know, can you give God a gift? Can you write him a poem? Can you draw him a picture? Can you... Um, Sing a song. Sing a song. Say all the things you're thankful for to people around you. Lots mm -hmm. of different ways of worshiping God. Give him a love letter. Ooh. That's a nice idea. Yeah. I, I like the idea of being creative. Uh, whatever form your worship takes, all we ask is that you are real. Mm -hmm. uh, be authentic. Yeah. It doesn't have to be anything that is out of your realm. Nope. So, okay. We see, we saw in our story that Samuel worshiped God while he pleaded with God to save Israel, you know, and he killed an animal and gave that as a gift to God. Well, that was normal in those days and seems a little bit weird right now. Very weird. You you're <laughs> not going to want to do that. Um, but it, the point is the worship, you know, it's a, it's a reflection of our hearts um, to God. It's our reflection of our posture towards God. Mm -hmm. Friends. I just got to say, I have enjoyed our time with you today. I have too. And Brayden has too, yeah. Uh, don't want to forget Brayden here. Uh, Thank I you. I wasn't implying at all that you didn't enjoy your time with them. Well, Sam. Uh, but I, I really enjoyed my time with you. Uh, be sure to share the message of God with a friend this week, or at mm. the very least, you know, share this podcast, because I think that could help people grow in a relationship with God. Yeah. You can always find us uh, for conversation or, you know, share your growth tips with us mm -hmm. um, on Instagram at Bible Story Pod. We would love to ha hang out with you this summer. You can get details about our summer camp at Covenant Bay at covenantbay.ca. We love you so much. Have a great week. What did the whale say to the other whale? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Something about being salty? Whale, 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 look what we have here. Get it? Because we're like back in action. Okay, you've only gotten cornier over time. Tune in as we jump back into the saddle or whale watching boat to be more on topic and continue our conversation in 1 Samuel.